Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, Kelly Lee here with yet another episode of Testimony Tuesday. And we're super, super excited today to have Mary Fields back with us. She shared her powerful testimony last time. Uh, We were talking about uh, childhood trauma in the last Mm -hmm. episode and she's back to share some more. And we're going to be talking about the subject matter of faith over fear. Um, Something that's really, really important in this day and age. There's so much going on in the news and there's so much going on all around us. Everybody's fearful. You know, they still got the masks on and they still, you know, I'm just like, come on, guys. (laughs) Give me a break. (laughs) But anyway, welcome, sister, to the show. I'm so happy to have you on. I know it's going to be powerful and anointed. It's going to bless somebody And um, we're going to just touch on a few different subjects, but the first one being faith over fear and how important it is to know the scriptures when it comes to fear, because it's written 365 times, one time for every day. The Lord had something to say about right. He knew that these last days were coming. He knew what we were going to be going through. Mm-hmm. He knew the persecution. He knew the opposition. He knew all of these things. And he said, right. do not fear. He said, don't yes. think about tomorrow. Tomorrow will have its own problems. Don't even think about tomorrow. Yeah, he did say this. Mm-hmm. He did. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, he said, um, do, you know, he has not given us the spirit of fear, Amen. but of a sound mind. Yeah. So that means that no matter what it is that we're up against, and, and faith really is, it is the substance of things hoped for and yeah. the evidence of things not seen. Amen. So that means that, you know, whatever our plans are, sometimes we have to let go of that and really allow God to work in our lives, right? We have to go into uncharted territory. Mm-hmm. Think places that we've never been before places that may seem to be impossible think yep. you know things that may seem to be impossible for us to accomplish yep. but god is going to equip those that he has called to to be able to perform whatever it is that he has called us to do and and and, and as a christian you know that really requires really stepping out there, speaking the things of God, not being afraid to speak the things of God, no matter what we're going to come up against, because we're always going to come up against persecution and oppression and things like that. People will try to uh, shut us down, quiet us, but we can't be afraid. And um, I was, we were speaking early about this, like, you know, we're so afraid of the cancel culture that we don't speak the things of god we water down god's word exactly make it comfortable we want to make it comfortable we want to make it tolerable we want to make it where we feel people will will be able to to partake of it but we're but we're leading people down the wrong path people Mm -hmm. are are dying people are dying in sin because we're not speaking out the truth of God's word. And what we're seeing in this day and age is prophecy being fulfilled. Yep. So I, you know, there's no way that anybody, even those that say that they are not believers Mm -hmm. of God in the Holy word that they can, and this is why they fight against the things of God so much. Yeah. Yeah. They want to make, and he said in the last days that wrong would be right. Right will be wrong. And that's what we're seeing. And the target is our children. Yeah. The target right now is the children, because if you can take the souls of the innocent children, then you've got the soul of the nation. Exactly. Exactly. You know, 
I don't know, so. like in, in my city, it's really um, like the, the, especially the students. It's, I live in a university town and all mm-hmm. the universities are all around me. And yeah. um, there is a protest every single day. And the young people have really been out there. They have a voice. They're, mm-hmm. you know, they're hearing what they have to say, whether there's change being made or not. They're right. hearing it. And in some cases, they have made some really, really big change. And it's, you know, it is, it is now starting with the children. But yeah. now the, the teenagers are now at the point where they're coming to know the right from wrong. They're coming to recognize you know, what's really going on in the world and mm-hmm. they're protesting. And so um, I, I commend them. I think that it's a good thing. I think that, you know, they know that they have a voice and they know that they have a strong voice and they've, right. got, they've got those numbers behind them. You know, they stand in unity and yep. that's the most important thing. Now, if only the body of Christ could stand in unity. That <laughs> part. That part. Right? Yes. Right. And that's and that's kind of the biggest thing. Like, and I was I was just saying the other day, like, we can't talk about things like God's love. We can't talk about God's peace. We can't talk about all of these things if we're not right. talking about the fact that He also corrects us. That he, you know, that he corrects us. He makes things straight. And he, the the thing about it is that he's always going to make sure that we are on the right track, right? So whether you're a kid who has been misled, which most of us as children were misled in some way or another, we didn't come to the full knowledge of the truth until we got to the point where we started to seek it. And then we started to seek him, right? Right. We started to read the word and he drew us close to him. And so, you know, there's there's two sides to it. Like Satan is working, but God is also working, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really important to to remember, I mean, with me personally, I didn't meet him until I was 40. And that was seven years ago, you right. know? So I, I kind of had an idea and kind of knew who he was, but I didn't know him. Um, and so the, I, I know the way that he worked to draw me in and to draw me closer, even though everything around me was like new age, uh, this, that, you know, yeah. this, that yoga, all of these other things. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what, what tries to get your attention when you're seeking the truth. It's like, okay, there's going to be all this chaos and clutter going on all around you but the lord can break through that clutter yeah and so um all of that grooming that's going on and all of that other stuff well eventually every single person on this planet goes why am i here what's my purpose what is the truth is there a god Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Even people who didn't grow up knowing him, even people who didn't grow up, you know, I mean, I'm very blessed to have a praying, to have had a praying grandmother. (laughs) Right, right. See, and that's the, and and that was the other thing we were talking about. You know, it's so weird because, well, it's not weird. It's just confirmation of some of the things that we've been talking about um, in my church body Um, with friends when we sit down and we have lunch and we talk about these things. All of us came from different backgrounds. Yeah. Some of us did not grow up in a church. Some of us did not even know what prayer really was. We knew the, the you know, the now I lay me down to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we knew. Some yeah. of us did not have grand, praying grandparents yeah. or yeah. whatever, because we, some of us didn't even know grandparents. Some of us didn't have them. Some of our grandparents, like me, yeah. you know, I was named after my grandmother, but she wasn't alive. I mean, oh, she wow. died before yeah. I was ever born. My mom just named me after her. Right. Um, she yeah. actually passed away when my mom was six years old. So my mom grew up without him. She grew up mostly in foster care. Oh, she wow. literally emancipated herself at the age of 14. Um, mm-hmm. There were six kids. Wow. And, you know, their mother, you know, my grandmother, who I'm named after, she passed away at the age of 22 in the hospital. Oh, and my, my mom was the oldest and she was six. 
So they all were sent to different foster homes and they grew up in the foster care system um, in different ones. And that's the reason they all ended up in different places, Uh you know, kind of later on. But she was emancipated at the age of 14. They said that she was mature enough to actually take care of herself. And so they had her in like this home, like, you know, once they put her out of the foster care system, they kind of had her in a home. She just, you know, she had to really learn on her own. You know, she was told things like if you kiss a boy, you know, at the age of 14, if you kiss a boy, you could get pregnant. You know, those type of things. So she was afraid. (laughs) She had me at 18, but she didn't really know. Yeah. So she didn't know anything about church or the Bible or things like that. It was something that came about you know, later on, but we still did have a little bit of a foundation, mm. you know, and that, like I said, it, we were taught, you know, now I laid me down to sleep. Yeah. I was in so many different denominations, even, uh, you know, for a minute, my aunt was my guardian. So oh, wow. she did take me to church here and there yes. on holidays. Yeah. Um, but I've been in Methodist, Baptist. We were Jehovah's Witness for a minute, you know. Oh, wow, really? Right, right. Wow. And that was, you know, my stepfather's doing. But yeah, there still was always a foundation. And that's how I know, like, God called me because I wasn't thinking about a church or anything. Yes. Just one day I was like, I start going, you know uh-huh. what I mean? But I knew it was always, there was always this connection. So you feel it and you know but you don't know. Yeah. Um, until you Good. actually have a true encounter. Mm-hmm. And when you have that encounter, it, you know, at first you're like this babe with milk, right? And it's like, yeah. you want to share it with everybody. Because, uh-huh. you know, God is so good. And, you know, this and that. And I'm learning because now you, you actually do have a relationship with him. But some of us actually kind of lose that a little yeah. bit as time goes on because we don't always stay completely connected. Exactly. So, you know, like the babe with milk, when we first get it and it's just, it tastes so good to us. And then, you know, as time goes on, we kind of, we stop reading as much. We stop studying as much. We, some of us stop going to church as much. Some, some people stop going altogether. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, and so it's important to always spend that quality time. It is. You know, and to have that one-on-one, he's supposed to be number one priority. Yes. But we make everything else a priority. You know, some of us are single parents and we're working yeah. one, two, three jobs. And then we come home and we're tired and we're just, you know, but we can actually wake up in the morning. As soon as we wake up, the first thing we can do first is before our feet even hit the ground is thank God that he, yeah. you know, allowed us to see another day. Amen. We can start our prayer right then and there exactly. and read it as scripture right then and there yep. and then get ready yep. for work. And, you yep. know, so. yep. But that's what I try to do. I always try to, before I even have a thought, well, a lot of times the Lord will speak to me first thing, like as soon as I wake up, like mm-hmm. he's still, he's still speaking and I'm kind of half asleep going, uh, would you say Lord, would you say <laughs> after that, <laughs> yeah. after that, I always try to say our father first before any thought comes into my mind is like, right. okay, I have to say, I'm going to say our father. And so mm-hmm. I say our father and then there's always this um, video that comes every morning. It's like morning uh, declarations or something like that. It comes at like five o'clock in the morning. And so I always try to click on that as my second thing. Right. Let's hear what they're saying. Let's go to the word. Let's, you know, and it's only like a 10 or 15 minute video. So it doesn't take that long. But right. it's like you, you, when you start your day with him, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's going to continue to walk you through that day. Yes, there's times where you go, oh my goodness, like I forgot to do this and that. Like sometimes I forget to say our father, right? Mm-hmm. But but one time the Lord just stopped me and he was like, you know how you say that every single day? Like it becomes like kind of repetitive and more like you're not really feeling it anymore. Like it's not right. really prayer. And he said, what's more important is that you're taking me throughout your day. Exactly. But I'm with you every step of the way. And you're asking me, Lord, should I go this way? Or should I go this way? Or should I go this way? Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what's important to him, that we include him. Yep. In every, every part of our day. 
And um, that's that's what he wants. He just he wants to have that relationship, that walk, right? Right. That's what he wants. He said, I am a jealous God. There should be no other before nothing else or no other before me. Exactly. Um, you know, and a lot of people take that as a different type of meaning, you know, um, I don't know, you know, they take it as, okay, then I got to be in church all day long. Now I have to spend all my time at church and I have to do church, 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 church. Yeah. Well, that's not what it means mm-hmm. because we are the church. Exactly. You know, yes, go to church because he said, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together, you know, but it does not mean I have to. This is assembling of ourselves together too, right? Right. This is. Right. (laughs) Right. So, you know, with everything in life, there is a balance. Mm -hmm. Right. So we start our day with God. People don't even understand unless you really have that that relationship with him and when you start your day off with god whether that be you know you praying and you turn on your praise and worship music and you're kind of you feel good mm-hmm. you literally your whole day is just like joyful yeah and if something does come up against you you kind of know how to deal with it and handle it you yeah. know what i'm saying yep. it, 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 sometimes it won't even bother you yeah you know, even that car that cuts you off you know, when you're yeah. driving down the road on your way to work, it's just like, okay, you know what, you know, <laughs> I'm just but, gonna keep my peace because he gave me this peace. <laughs> he gave me this peace, and when you, when you actually feel that peace, mm-hmm. that type of peace, that type of joy. Yeah. Um, you know, I was worshiping last Sunday, and I said, you know, I, the first thing that came into my mind was David, mm-hmm. and David always felt the presence of the Lord. And so because he always felt the presence of, he gave everything he had. He worshiped, yeah. praised God with everything that he had, no matter yeah. what, even when people were trying to take his life, you know, things were happening all around him. Yeah. He worshiped and praised God with all that was within him. Amen. The presence of God. Yep. When we feel that when we really truly understand what that means mm. and people don't understand that your praise is actually your weapon. Exactly. It is your weapon. It, it means that, hey, yeah, I'm going to come up against things. Sometimes God allows those things to, yep. to, to come into our lives. Sometimes God will allow certain things even so that he be glorified even the more. Amen. So that we know that when he brings us out, we know that it was him that brought us out and yep. we can let people know, hey, it wasn't me. Yep. It was to the glory of God. Exactly. I didn't do this. I didn't do this on my own. This was God that yep. did this for me. Amen. You know, Amen. so I, I, you know. God can do the impossible. And, and in, yeah. that, in that situation, and that can be any situation. Any God, all things are possible. And I think that, yeah, there's a lot of people who leave him out of, even Christians, leave him out of situations. Yep. It's like just um, this friend that, this friend that I have, um, he, it was the same thing. Like he became a Christian in, I want to say like 2012 and, you know, he's on fire for the Lord and he's studying the scriptures and everything. Mm -hmm. And and then fast forward to, I think I met him like two years ago and he's like, yeah, I'm a Christian. And, you know, we never really like had a real conversation and then like had another conversation this year. It's like, I am so far away from God right now. You have no idea. Like, I don't know what happened. I yeah. used to be on fire for him. I was so excited about reading the scriptures, about knowing him, about having a relationship. And now it's like, he goes, I couldn't, I couldn't even tell you the last time I prayed. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, I'm praying for you right now. <laughs> yeah, because we, we, we become too comfortable. Yeah. It, you know, we become complacent. Yeah. We make God like just this ordinary. Yeah. We, he becomes ordinary to us. Yeah. And yeah. when that happens, it's just like any relationship, yeah. the relationship starts to kind of dwindle. It, it, it's there's no it's just even with married couples yep. if you guys become complacent with each other yep. if you if you treat this person just like they're ordinary yeah instead of you know um making them number one priority but 
after God, of course, because then, first of all, if he is the number one priority with you, if you guys make him priority together, yep. then you can't go wrong. You can. But when, you know, when you're going off some, you're going one place and the other person's going one place and yep. or, or you're on fire for God, and this person is not because now you've kind of like, you're doing things over here on your own. Yep. You may be in God, but you're not making sure that your mate is close with that too. You know what I'm saying? Then there's a problem right there. There's a disconnect. Exactly. There's I a disconnect. Think- and if you're not praying over one another, if you're not in the home praying together, if you're doing more over here yep. with that one and this one, then your relationship is going to suffer. So it's exactly. the same thing with God. If, mm-hmm. if, if we're treating him like he's ordinary, yeah, yeah, you know, and he's just, he, you know, yeah, and he's always the last thing that we actually comes that actually comes to mind, the last one that actually comes to mind. Then, yeah. you know, it's like okay, when I have a time to, then I will, and mm-hmm. everything else is here, this and that, you know. Yeah. Oh, I, I got to get this job. I got that. I'm doing this and that. It was so busy, and then we make God last. Yep. Then when we're going through these things, there's, we shouldn't even really question it because that's the reason, you know, when we don't know how to handle things anymore, things get too much and we're so overwhelmed with life. And then we're wondering why. Well, the reason why is because we didn't make God first. Exactly. Exactly. And when when he's your priority, there's a lot of battles that you don't have to face. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that where he will block it. He will stop it. He will, he will remove people from your life. He will take your life. He will do so, so, so much when you make him number one. Yes. Make sure that you are protected always. He will cover you. He will even. He will give you clarity about things that you probably weren't even thinking of. And, you know, in, in some areas when you were questioning things, and you didn't know, yeah. well, God, is this person for me? God, is this person really my friend? God, you know, well, you know, should I be waiting on this or should I go and move forward? And he'll give it to you when you least expect it. He'll show it to you. <laughs> Plain as day. And you'll be like, Oh my God. Okay. Thank you, God. Because guess what? I might have been wasting my time over here and waiting on this and that because that was my, because that's what I wanted to see for myself. But when he shows you that he has something even better in mind and you're like, Oh my God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for like showing me. But also thank you for, you know, opening my eyes to some things that because I may have wanted this and maybe my heart was wrapped up in this or, you know, my mind was like, oh, this is what I see for myself, but you have something better in store for me. Absolutely. You have something better in store for me. It's so crazy. He brings me to like some random stranger's Instagram profile to see what I need to see. Right. Oh my God. All the time. It comes right up and it's like, okay, God, I hear you. He'll be like, search this. Search this on Google. And you're like, whoa. Yes. Yes. I was connected with somebody that I definitely shouldn't have been connected with. And it was just a quick Google search of this person's name to find out the truth. Okay. And then delete, delete, delete. (laughs) The Lord was like, Google search his name. Okay. Just Google search his name. Why would I have done that if I was not being led to the Lord? Right. Led by the Lord to, to do it. And you find out some things, but he will direct you to that Instagram profile to that place. Hey, and then, you know, and profile and see that and see you there. Man, listen. Okay. (laughs) Not only that, but then. There are times when God will show us that some people are just our assignments. Yeah. We're not meant to stay in connection with them like that. It's so true. It may just be our assignment for the time and we go and we end up in relationships and, you know, friendships with certain people that's like, okay, really, Mary, you know, you missed the whole point. You missed the whole point. Like you started off right when you started yeah. ministering to the person, yeah. but then- you went someplace else with it because 
you know, maybe that person said something that made you feel special and you made you feel a certain type of me. way. And you just really thought, oh, my God, this is it. And it was like later down the line, sometimes it could be two, three years down the line. You'll be like, OK, now I understand this was not somebody you meant for me to have exactly. any type of a relationship or friendship with. They were just supposed to be an assignment. Exactly. The assignment was for you to help them in the situation that they were in, minister to yep. them, yep. to get them to their next level, help them get to their next level, because that's what you were there for. And you and you just well, you kind of missed it. It's, it's just a matter of helping them to see God in their situation. Right. In a terrible situation, it's like, okay, I see, I can see two sides of this. I can see what Satan is trying to do to your Mm -hmm. marriage, and I can see what God is trying to do to your marriage. Let me tell you, and that's the end of the assignment right there. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to tell you, (laughs) and then, and then it's completed. My assignment is completed. Assignment is completed. And and so it's okay to walk away from situations. But I was doing this because I used to take every dangling carrot. Yes. Every dangling carrot. But the carrots are not of God. Those carrots are of the devil. And so it's like, hello, stop taking the carrot. Just stop. It's there. It's like, hi, you, you, you know, a couple compliments here and there. And you know, yeah, is that- and because we're, you know, and sometimes when we're on assignment, so God has an assignment for us, but so does the enemy. Yeah, exactly. And the assignment. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The enemy is to kill, steal, and destroy. So whatever it is that we're trying to do for God, the enemy is going to come behind that and he's going to try to distract take our focus off of, or even damage that. And a lot of times he does that through our loneliness, our need to be loved. our need to feel wanted. Our need to, you know, just be, or, you know, you know, and loneliness is the biggest thing because if you're lonely, especially for us, you know, people who are single, I don't know if you are, but those of us who are single, (laughs) you know, he really works overtime. Yeah. And a lot yep. of times that keeps us from our destinies and it keeps us from who God may already really have for us. And they could be standing, sitting right in front of us or, Blessing you know, blocker. it could be close. It could be close, but you know, the enemy can even see that relationship as being blessed yep. and decide, Hey, I don't want to see that union. Exactly. So I got to do what I can do to kill and destroy that thing. Exactly. And he can come in different forms. You know, sometimes you stay places way too long, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you're not moving when God says move because you're afraid that what if I walk away from this and I don't find love? What if I walk away from this or what if I actually do give this a chance and then maybe I was supposed to be over here? But the reality is if we're really praying. Yeah. And really believing in what we're praying for, God gives us, sometimes it'll it'll happen just like that. Yeah. Sometimes it may take a while, but it's in his timing because his timing is what's best for us, not what we feel is best for us. Exactly. And, so. and we, I mean, every step that we take, it has to be very prayerful and it has to be very intentional. Like right. it has to be intentional. Like what is the purpose in right. what is my assignment in this situation mm-hmm. that what is what 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 do what will you have me do in this situation why has right. this person come in because you're either a blessing blocker <laughs> you know and and i've said that a few times i think that we should not continue this friendship or whatever this is mm-hmm. because I don't need anybody else blocking my blessings. I don't need, I've been waiting 12 years for God. I've been waiting for a long time and I don't need more people trying to come in and, and, you know, at the timing when the, 
Satan is supposed to come in. Right. When Satan sends the counterfeits, that's when Satan yeah. everything comes against you at that point. So, you know, want we it to be. patiently wait and we can't allow those blessing blockers to come in. And yes. I've had to say that a few times. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I think it's it's best for both of us that we not block each other's blessings because right. Right. Somewhere in there is an actual marriage and a spouse and 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 you're not it and I'm not it. So Right. <laughs> and we start off wrong sometimes because we know we're not equally yoked with some people. Yeah. And you know, my thing is if you say you're and you know, and I've had this conversation, uh-huh. you say you're a Christian, but yeah. you don't believe every single thing in the Bible. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, okay, we're already starting off <laughs> wrong because yeah. You can't be, you can't ride the fence on that. Either you're a real true believer. Now I get that, you know, um, some things you you may want to study further or whatever, but you can't say, well, I don't believe. And then, well, I'm a Christian, but I don't ever go to church or anything like that because we're, again, we're starting off wrong because if I'm going to church all the time or I'm, I'm in ministry and you're not going to church at all, we're already off to the wrong start. That's already causing a disunion in itself. Exactly. We started off wrong. We're not unified. We're not equally yoked. Exactly. And we have to get to a point where we realize what that truly means. It's so true. Even with other Christians, we can be unequally yoked. Yes. Yes. And I remember I did on my other podcast perspective, I did do one about fear. Uh, Just today, actually, it's going to be published probably by tomorrow. But I did another one that says, do you believe the entire Bible? And the reason why Mm. I'm talking about it is because I was having a conversation with somebody and they said, well, I don't, they said, I said, oh, something, something about Corinthians or something. And he said, oh, well, that's Paul. And I Mm. was I was like, oh, so you don't believe Paul? (laughs) That's like half of the New Testament. Right. Well, a lot of times when Paul was talking, he said, I, I, I. And I said, but in the Bible, he specifically says, I'm the one who's thinking this. This is not, this part is not coming from the Lord. This is what I think about this. And he always was very clear about when it was him thinking and when it was the Lord speaking. Right. I find that very clear. And the guy was like, I don't believe Paul because of that. And I was like, so you don't believe half of the New Testament? Like, yeah, that's unequal yoking right there. Right there. Yeah. Like I didn't even know about the five kids from four different women and all this other stuff. Right. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. So I was like, um, yeah. And he was like, uh, the Lord told me you're my wife. <laughs> The Lord did not tell you that. (laughs) How many times? How many times? How many times? Like, no, it's fine. But it's, it's comical, but it's like, but it's all blessing blockers, right? Right, right. Mm -hmm. Just, just put out there by Satan to distract. Yes. Find that one so that that one never has an opportunity to, to reach us because the Lord Oh no, you're doing that. I'm going to hold back on this, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I've been waiting long enough. No more. Yeah. And then he, he plays on some of our fears um, based yeah. upon what happened in past relationships. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's not always with, you know, I would say people in the world, but sometimes it's the, the, the people in church. Exactly. So he plays on those emotions. He plays on those fears. Mm-hmm. He plays on those things that, you know, the, the past, you know, when we had those past heartbreak, you know, and things okay. of that nature. And so, oh, I don't want to go through that again. And I'm afraid this and that. And sometimes it, we're our own worst enemy because at times it can just seem too good to be true. It's so true. And we don't believe that God can really do that. And that's where faith over fear, Yeah, you know, sometimes when things are going too good in our lives, whether it be uh, a job, whether it be the relationship, whether it be both with our children, whenever, you know, God is blessing us so much, mm. we're, we sometimes have this fear 
and it causes sabotage. Yeah. You know, we sabotage it at times because we don't truly believe that this is something that's really, truly going to work out. Like, Mm -hmm. why is God blessing me so much? Can he truly be doing all of this for me? Okay, when is the ball going to drop? Yeah. When's the bad thing on us? So then we start looking for negative stuff. Yeah. God is blessing us. And we start doing this self-sabotage thing, you know? And so we have to really get past the things in our past. Yeah. The things that we've gone through, the heartbreaks that we've gone through, just because someone else did this to us doesn't mean the next person will. Exactly. And if, and and until some of us can get past that, we're not going to ever truly be happy. We'll go about messing up good people, you know, you know, causing, you know, even men say it all the time well you have a good man and you have this and that and some women say it too well you know because we've gone through this and we've given our all and yeah we gave our whole heart and this one just probably dogged us out or whatever we don't think that any more good men exist that's not true it's it is that's not true absolutely is not true that's not true there's some really good men out there that that are real ready and willing to love you for you will marry you, will be a great provider. You know, you just have to allow yourself to be found yep. by a godly, a, a, a true godly man, you know, someone. And I will say if his mother's still living, look at how he treats his mother. Look yeah. at how he treats, if he has sisters, look at how he treats them. Exactly. You will find out if that's a good man. Nine times out of 10, yep. will he be perfect? No, because no one is. Mm -hmm. um you know or she will she be perfect no no one is no you know exactly but when we look past the exterior and really get to the interior part of a person and really Mm -hmm. understand the true heart of a person Mm -hmm. and that's where discernment from god prayer you know because god will show you he He will will show you and you know he'll he'll raise the red flags now, if you decide to continue on seeing the red flags, then you basically are just ignoring. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Showing you, you can't blame anybody for that. You know exactly, what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. But right. that—that's what he said too. Like because I was—I was always under the assumption that that I would be hearing from him when something was right and when something you know when something when somebody was the one right Mm -hmm. and he said he he very specifically said okay take a good look at this situation that you're asking me about and you already know the answer (laughs) but he he said I'm not gonna tell you I'm gonna show you Mm -hmm. because everything is gonna move out of the way and mm-hmm. it's going to make the perfect way for you yep. and that person. And yep. I don't need to tell you because I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Yep. He's going to show you and you won't even have anything to worry about. It'll be like, oh, my God, is this really? But you'll know that it's from God. You'll, yeah. you'll know yeah. that this is a blessing from God. Yep. You know, And he's going to send you what you need, who you need and what you need. Exactly. When you need when he feels that it's time for you. But, but he's also got to make sure that he moves some things out of our lives in a way, you know, out of our way that could hinder that because he's also not going to allow us to be a hindrance to someone else. Exactly. So that's the thing. And so that's where, again, faith comes in. Amen. You know, truly believing that God is, you know, he said, you know, he's come to give us a hope in a future. Amen. He has not come to harm us. It's Jeremiah. Jeremiah 29 11. Yes. His plans are to prosper us. Amen. You know, not not to harm us. Yeah. But to give us a hope and a future. Amen. You know, and that network prosper is not always talking about money. Exactly. You know, prosper yep. means in your relationships. Prosper means even in your spirit. Prosper means to yep. bless you to be a blessing to other people. Yep. You know, whether yep. that be in ministry, whether that be um, some mentoring someone, um, helping someone that is in a bad situation and you don't know, but he will prosper. And even in that, he's going to prosper you even the more, he's going to enlarge your territory. So that's what he has for us. And when I think about those promises and I can honestly say that he's been, 
you know, it doesn't mean I don't struggle. Okay. It doesn't mean that I don't always have to work this and that, but it means yeah. that he's doing things that, you know, and he's doing it fast in my life, yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, God, okay, God, all right, you know what I mean? Like, all right, thanks, God. <laughs> you know, that's all I can say. Yeah. You know, does that mean that I don't come up against opposition? Does yeah. that mean that I'm not, again, struggling, even if it's financially? Yeah. You know, does yeah. that mean that I don't sometimes feel lonely? No, it doesn't. But it exactly. means that now I know how to be happy even in my loneliness. You know, I may be yeah. alone, but I'm not really lonely. Put it like that. Yeah. So basically yeah. it's, I, I know how to be single and happy. Exactly. And, and it doesn't, you know, because God is going to bring if he hasn't already brought the person into my life, that's supposed to be there, but I'm not going to rush into anything. I'm not going to rush it. I'm not going to rush the plans of God because he knows what he's doing. Yep. We we can't get ahead of him. And we tend to, we, we try to quite a bit. Mm -hmm. We do. We do. And and he won't let that happen because he's like, everything's going to happen in my timing and not the way you plan. And it's going to be the way that I've planned it in the time that we planned it. Yeah. And yep. so yeah, it's it's so difficult. It's so difficult sometimes just to sometimes know you know, to know. Uh, but he does give us discernment. You're right. He gives that to us and he's like, Okay, use it. <laughs> I'm leading you. He I'm telling you. We have it. We have it already. We have it. I, I tell people that all the time. I'm like, listen. And I think he gave it to women even more. Oh, yes. And I, I believe it's because we are the mothers. We are nurturers. Yeah. We are, we're the ones that actually, and, you know, that's the reason why, one of the reasons why he created Eve. Now, one yeah. thing about it, you know, there's a lot of people like, I don't ever want to get married. Well, you know, kind of, that's kind of not in the order of God, because mm-hmm. unless you were going to be a eunuch, you, God made us. For relationship, he created all of us for relationship. Yep, he did not create us to be on this earth alone or to be single and all this yeah. stuff. The yeah. stuff that we're doing today, this is the selfish stuff that that's man made because people now can't trust one another. Mm-hmm. Everybody's lost their position in what God created. Yep, yeah, it's what's happened. Mm-hmm. Too many women want to have the title of what a man. No, you're not as strong as a man. You're, you're just not no matter what happens no matter what you do your your physical abilities will never be that of a man exactly just like a man would never be able to he can't nurture like that's the reason why we have the children yeah, exactly. and we know how to give each one of those children the same amount of love and nurturing amen men can't do that yeah they can't do that they can be providers but they don't know how to nurture equally each one usually they'll have a favorite exactly always you know what I mean (laughs) and I tell people that all the time God created us and he knew what he was doing when he did that and why because we were meant to be helpmates yep exactly so you know sometimes you know men and I, I hear men say it all the time you know that's mostly what they would look for, you know, mm-hmm. in a woman, somebody would help them get to the next level either. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. when you're working together and you're supporting each other mm-hmm. and you leave the me for we and you leave the I for us. Yeah. Then that's when you have true unity in a relationship. Amen. And and that actually goes for it any relationship whether it be you know siblings whether it be mm-hmm. you know mother and child father and child yeah. when you let go of it's all about me attitude and I and what I want and what yeah. I have to have and what I have you know I'm doing this for me and yeah. da, 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 da. when you let go of that mm-hmm. and you work as a unit mm-hmm. that's when you can actually see flirt you know the relationships and 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 individual lives flourish. Right. Yeah. But until we get to that when it, point. When it's you know, selfless. Yeah. When we become selfless, that's it. it. And that's one thing. If we take on, we're supposed to take on the mindset of Christ. Yeah. Well, that's why, you know, he said, and it's weird because he told the women to respect their husbands. 
Mm -hmm. It was so weird. He never said love, but he also said that everybody should love one another, right? But he told us to respect the husbands and he said for the men to love their wives, to love their wives as Christ loved the church. Amen. We've lost sight of all that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This whole nation has just lost, the world has lost sight of so much. And that's one reason why we're in such turmoil right now. Yep. Yep. You have so many broken homes. So many. Um, many. You know, so many broken people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All we can and, do is and really the fear, the fear to fear is really rampant. And that's, yes. that's the 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 entry point to you know, to all of the other problems that exist in the home, in the families, mm-hmm. like the spirit of fear gets in there. And then all of a sudden, everything else is affected by that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All of the decisions that you make, all of the conversations that you have, yeah. all of the things that you tell yourself even. Yeah. It can, it can, it can just get in there. It's a spirit. And when you recognize it yes. as spirit, what does a spirit do? A spirit is doing the work of Satan. It's it's there to steal, kill, and destroy. And so when we when we know that, it's like don't give Satan a foothold. Right. Just, right. Just block out whatever is trying to make you fear, whatever is keeping mm-hmm. you in fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can yes, it- you gotta go. You gotta That's go. True. You gotta and, go. And that, and that, if we learn that, even as, like I said, a nation, the world, yeah, we stop fearing people because of the past, yeah, or maybe guilt from the past, yeah. Um, you know, then we can really truly see one another as brother and sister, and mm-hmm. not as uh, separate races. Yep. Not as separate exactly. cultures. Yep. If we embrace one another mm-hmm. and we embrace each other as mm-hmm. brother and sister, the way God made it. Amen. Yeah. So your skin may be a little lighter and your skin, I mean, even amongst the same races, yes. you know, yes. we treat each other so bad sometimes. I know. You know, we look at a person's outward appearance. And that's what I was saying earlier. If we yep. really let go of that. Exactly. And we look at a person's heart. Yeah. And we see a person's true heart. Amen. This world would be such a better place because we would truly learn how to love one another. Yeah. God looks you at know. the heart, right? That's that's yes. where God looks. And um, yes. that's one of my favorite scriptures in Samuel. Like you guys are looking at the outward appearance, but yeah. at the heart. And what's the what's heart? The, where where do the problems exist? What's in your heart, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so important. So, yeah. so important. Well, we have about four minutes left. So I'm going to leave the last few minutes to you. And if you just okay. want to minister on anything that the Lord leads you to talk about, and then if you could pray us out, that would be amazing. Okay. Um. So basically, I just want to say, you know, don't be afraid to step out on faith. Mm-hmm. Um. Step outside of your comfort zone, um, whatever it is that you want to accomplish, as long as it's inside the will of God, um, whether it be opening that business, you know, write the vision, write yeah. it down, make yeah. it plain, pray about it, ask God, you know, to give you what you need to be able to start because he will equip you for whatever it is that you want to do, whatever your heart's desire, but just remember to always put him first. And whatever it is you're doing, make him number one priority in your life and just, you know, enjoy the peace and, the mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, enjoy that sweet peace that he gives you mm-hmm. when you have that relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And if you if you do that and you just give it all to him, no matter what it is, you know, lay it at his feet. If you have a prayer closet, make sure you, you know, use your prayer closet, go inside your closet, yes. pray to him, you yes. know. Um, sometimes you need to be fasting. Sometimes step away from the plate and, yeah. and you know read the word and pray to him about what it is that it, you're trying to accomplish. And he'll give it to you. He'll help you. Yeah. You, know, you just got to believe in what you're praying. Don't just pray it. 
and then sit back and like, oh, well, God, because, you know, faith without works is dead, too. So whenever he gives it to you, you make sure that you move, make sure that you take action, you know, because he'll show you he'll lead and guide you. So I just pray right now that each and every one of you that are, you know, is watching that you are strengthened in the Lord, that you never let fear uh, paralyze you. I pray, Lord God, right now that every single person on the line, Lord God, that they have everything that they need, Lord God, that you continue to provide for them, continue to bless them in their households, oh God. Oh Lord God, um, I pray right now for Kelly, Lord God. I thank you for her ministry, oh God. I thank you, Lord God, that you are continuing to bless her and that you will be a blessing her, a blessing to her and bless her even the more, oh God, enlarge her territory, oh God, because she has such a ministry within her, oh God. I thank you, Lord God, and I thank you, God, for her. I thank you, God, for everybody that's listening, oh God. May their families be blessed, oh God. May they step outside, oh God, of their comfort zone and speak to someone and share Jesus with someone. Share you, oh God, with them, oh God. And we thank you for your sacrificial love. We thank you for your unconditional love towards us, oh God. Strengthen us, oh God. Let your spirit rise up within us, oh God, that fear shall have no place in our lives. We uh, pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Don't give Satan a foothold. Like no, number one thing I always say, don't give him a pinky toe in your Don't door. give him anything, not even a fingernail. Nothing. <laughs> don't give him nothing. Nothing. No matter what. Take, 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 take. Like, right, right, right. That's the entry point. And and people give him access. It's like stop giving him access. Don't stop him it. Access. Don't give him anything. No. Don't give him any credit for anything even. Exactly. You know, just look at it like and say, hey, whatever I'm going up against right now, whatever's come against me, Amen. you know, it's not a weapon formed against me, yep. you know, that shall ever prosper. But God is allowing this to get the glory. So then look at that. Even take joy in the problems that you face, because Amen. then you know that on the other side is where God is going to show you his glory. Exactly. He's exactly. doing you his glory. He's he's doing it all for his glory anyway. He's allowing it all for his glory. And yes, that, Satan may try to come up and, and, and do some things, but you have the power to say no. You have the power to block that thing. Yeah. God has given you this, <laughs> the power. He's giving you authority and power over all the principalities that, that is out there. Exactly. You just have to trust and believe that thing. Amen. Amen. That is so great. Amen. Oh, I have to have you back on, sis, because I feel like this could go on for a long time. <laughs> the time went kind of fast, right? I was upset I when, uh, when it went down. I said, what? It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so, so much for coming on. It has been an absolute pleasure and great to Thank see you. you again. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. Definitely All right. be in touch. God All right. bless you. God bless you. Thank and you. God bless you. Okay. Have a good Talk one. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.